here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.9 FM in Port Elizabeth. Sport on on SAFM. Let's welcome Fahan Berhardin on the line. I think he needs no introduction. He's a pro tier uh, through and through, and he's going to help us look at the first two days of this test match. Fahan, good evening, and thanks for being able to speak to us on SAFM tonight. Good evening. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks, Fahan. Maybe let's start from yesterday. How good a toss was it to win for Dean Alga, considering the conditions? And was there any doubt that they would bowl first? Um. Clearly, the obvious conditions played a role. Uh, I, I don't think he hesitated in choosing to bowl first. I think uh, the first start of a test match with overcast conditions, you know, you'd rather put, your, uh, put yourself in the field, you know, put the opposition into bat. Um, and as we saw, uh, our bowlers were right on the mark, on, on the money, and uh, putting in on the back foot. Yeah. So no surprise at bowl first. And, um, yeah, so far, so good. And, and could it also have been a way, Fahan, of countering England, who had chased four totals of over 270 in four consecutive fourth innings since Brendan McCallum took over? Yeah, I, I'm not too sure. I think if, when the, if, if the sun was out and it was super hot weather, I think I think we would have backed ourselves to bat first and put runs on the board. You know, I think playing in England certainly depends on the weather conditions. Uh, you know, if we look up and there's uh, clouds and a bit of humidity, you would want to bowl first, but um, even with the Duke ball, if the sun is shining, you know, it uh, can become quite a flat place to bat. You know, Ashimam at the oval, and that's called in the triple century. Um, so it's pretty much dependent on the on the overhead conditions. Um, and I don't think it played at all. I think they just adapted to what was in front of them. If it was sunshine, they would have batted. And, you know, fortunately for us, it was overcast, and we have a... A strong bowling court set, uh, so with lots of variety, and 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 as I've mentioned, we've, we we certainly put them on the back foot. Mm. And 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 what was it? What impressed you the most in that bowling performance? What did you like the most with how they bowled yesterday and how they got England into in trouble early on? Well, look, Kahiza Rabada, there was a bit of an injury concern. You know, he came through with flying colours. He's a immense athlete. Um, uh, credit to the staff for getting him fit. I think just. Andres Murkia was sensational. He, um, you know, he was told to bowl fast no matter what happens. You know, he used, his, ro- his role was to kind of uh, rattle the batters. Um, yeah, I think everybody had a role to play, and, and I think they were hungry. You know, always at Lords, you know, your um, enthusiasm and your and your excitement kind of jumps the level. You know, being a cricket and you want to get that honors board. Um, so, you know, Kafisa did it today, which is brilliant for him. And and Andrew has been away injured for some time. Did we miss uh, that 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 um, that fast bowling, that speed that he bowls at? Because he had a ball at one fifty kilometers per hour yesterday. I think that's the yeah, one that got Johnny so, Besto. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was rapid. I mean, I faced him before, and uh, he's been injured for quite a long time. He had a hip injury all the, all through the summer. You know, even in the IPL when he went over, he didn't play too many games and just. Uh, trying to get over that injury, and he certainly has come come through with flying colours. Um, as I've mentioned, he playing at Lords, you know, probably won't play at Lords for an, uh, another five years or four years uh, after the Future Tours programme came, came out a couple of days ago. So, you know, everybody's excited to get a game at Lords and, um, you know, try to get on the honours board. So, um, yeah, Andrich is a 
an integral part of our bowling lineup. You know, he offers something different. You know, like I said, he can rattle the batters at the high speeds. Uh, not many bowlers in the world can generate that type of pace that he does. So it affords the opportunity for Lungi and KG and Marco Janssen to pick up a few wickets. Yeah, and KG, maybe not that fast, but it was his 12th of five here at the age of 27. Um, I guess that's why he was given till late to prove his fitness. Um, he's an, also an integral member of this team, but what do what do you like about his bo- his bowling? What impresses us the most with his bowling? I was there when he made his debut in, uh, in Bangladesh. He picked up a trick in that game. He got a six for in, in, in an ODI. Um, well, his ODI debut, I was there when he made his T20 debut as well. He... His action is similar, is uh, very smooth and economical. You know, he doesn't have to generate a lot of force in his with his body to to generate the amount of pace that he does. Similar to Dale Stone, you know, um, mm. great athletes, and uh, you know, there's a, there's such little stress that goes through his body uh, for him to deliver what he does. Um, yeah, and I've, I've, look, he started quite early, and he's been learning flying straight on, an, on on the international circuit. He's a mm. regular in the IPL, so he's learning from all the best in the world and from such certainly different coaches and um, and credit must go to him you know he's, he's 27 which is fairly young you know I only made my debut when I was 28 he's been playing mm. for you know nearly nearly 10 years already on that stage so he's one of the greatest fast bowlers to have ever played the game currently in test cricket uh, with regards to his strike rate per wicket the amount of balls he takes to uh, to, to get the wicket so um no, he's sensational, and, and you know, hopefully we he can stay fit for the rest of the series. Yeah, we hope so too. And just back to England, Farhan. A lot was said about baseball. Do you think maybe the batters could have also been victims of baseball yesterday and didn't apply themselves properly at Lords? Yeah, I think you know they they, they were kind of forced to to, to change the whole outlook. Whatever has been happening to the England cricket team over the last year before this summer, you know, they've been appalling. I think they played like 15 test matches and won one. So something had to give. And, it's, and you know, so that is the, um, the, the the beginning of baseball. You know, they had no choice but to only go up or to be super aggressive. And, and, and now they've turned the baseball and, the obvious conditions, coupled with one of the best fast bowlers that have ever played the game and the variety in the bowling attack, coupled with the obvious conditions, you know, it suited, it suited the bowling team. And, you know, baseball, you know, in, in, in those conditions that the England batters faced yesterday is, you know, was fraught with danger and they got bowled out 160. So, um, yeah, I mean, they'll probably live by the sword and die by the sword, I, I would imagine, going forward. Yeah. For those just joining us, we are catching up with Fahan Behardin. I don't like to say a former protea because you never know what can happen when the man has not retired. Uh, we do welcome your voice notes on 061-4104-107. You can call us on 011-714-2006. The latest from Lords England were bowled out for 165. South Africa now on 246. So Keshav Maharaj and Mako Janssen at the crease on 7 and 9 respectively. And that is a lead of 55 runs for the proteas. And Fahan was just telling us but Andr Notier's uh, fast bowling and what makes Kakiso Rabada so good. We are going to take a quick break and we'll come back with your voice notes. Hi, hi, Tabiso. I think South Africa is doing well in the test. And I think we're going to win this match against England. Long as we, long as uh, the Proteas have bet uh, and make a good score. Because at the moment they are playing good stuff of cricket.
and I hope they can beat England in England to win the test and and I, and I hope you guys have both. Good evening member there in studio with your team. Please ask Fan Pehatin that are we still gonna see him playing white cricket for some time to come or it's just a matter of time for him to leave cricket and focus on other aspects of the game. Um, I think the Prochi has also performed very well, very well, my, my leader. This is Manja from HSN. Good evening, Tabiso. The starting eleven, you know, after the, the Prochi has just knew um, the England batters were in it, you know, and then the bowlers delivered. But my concern was always uh, the batters, you know, the best men, they always like fail us, you know, most of the time actually. You know, so I was like, if, if probably one of them, of the top order batsmen can get in 100, you know, especially after the bowlers did so well, you know, it, it would it would make a lot of difference, you know, for us, and it would give us an advantage. But, yeah, except um, Erie, yeah, but they didn't do well, you know. But uh, at least if now Janssen and, um, Janssen and, uh, and, and others, other bowlers can just hang in there, maybe post, 250 to 288 you know within a good chance anyway i wish them a very good luck you know uh, good evening uh, tabiso and good evening to uh, farhan i have a lot to say but i'm going to make it few. but you know tabiso i like this uh, south african team under dean elgan mark boucher uh, they are fearless they are not scared of the opposition even throughout the week in the press conferences when the media the english media was speaking about the baseball you know boucher and Alga saying that, listen here, we don't care about what brand of cricket they play, we only care about us. I like that fearless leadership uh, from that protein environment. I don't know if Fahan has something to say about that, but for me, this new test team, who are now top of the World Test Championship, if they can win this series, they will definitely qualify for the final next year at Lords. And- Good evening, SAFM. It's Mandilake in Deep Sloot. Yes, I knew that our bowlers will trouble England because if they're going to judge by playing India in England, our bowlers are far different that, than, than in, Indian bowlers and England bowlers because we're not bowling like Shami or Bumbra or Bolt or, or uh, Saudi. Our bowlers are fast and uh, they bowl awkward because they are tall as well. So I knew that they would trouble them. But I want to ask if um, Aiden Makram deserves to play over Rickleton. So, yes, that's what I want to ask. Okay, it was always going to come, that question. I'll take one caller from Colin in Cape Town. Good evening, my friend. Good evening. Good evening to... Beha Dean is here. Yeah, Mr. Bayardin, I never heard your name for a long, long time. That's years ago when you used to still play. Uh, good evening. Do you know evening. something? People are getting hyped up. We are playing well, we are playing well. We are playing in a, in a certain way well. But you know, this cricket, between the players and the two batsmen in front of the crease, Time they look at, key breaks they look at, consolidate what we can do between now and another hour's time. But I mean, 
Uh, I heard one of your callers talk about the top batsman must come to the party. It was 80-odd the first wicket. 85. And the next, yeah, and the next wicket was 116 for two. And now it's for six. Now, some of you, I, I don't want to criticize. Some of your listeners just watch the cricket, but they don't know the tactics and the way of going about it. When you lose a wicket, the next one coming in, the senior partner walks up and tells the junior partner, this is what the pitch is doing, that is what. But I mean, we lost six quick wickets, and I guarantee you, Tabiso, I hope not. I hope not. We'll be all out for less than 40 runs tomorrow. Okay, Colin. Okay, Colin. Sport is about opinion. So let everybody's entitled to their opinion. But Fahan, maybe let's start with yourself. Um, are you still going yes. strong? Because that's what they want to know. I'm still going strong. I, uh, I've i just signed for the Paul Rocks team in uh, in Borland. So nice. I've just moved down to Cape Town this last week. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm still going. Uh, I haven't retired from any formats just yet. Uh, and my name will be in the auction for the new T20 league in Jan. So I'm oh, going to pick up stuff. a gig there with one of the teams in South Africa. So I was just busy with pre-season. And um, yeah, I went to the Knights for the last couple of seasons. Yes. And uh, yeah, so I've got well, kind of a stop gap for a little bit. And now I've moved down to Cape Town. Hoping to finish my career, yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Okay, wonderful. All the best for Han. But I think you'll Thanks. also make a very good cricket analyst after your uh, playing days. But <laughs> back to, back to the match. Now, Libra spoke about the leadership of Dean Elga. Um, England play best ball because it comes from their coach, uh, Brendan McCallum, who's nicknamed Baez, and then he's introduced an aggressive, positive style of cricket. How do you describe the, the kind of cricket that the Proteas play? Yeah, well, Dean's mentioned it. Uh, very adaptable, uh, play the situation, play what's in front of you. Um, I've worked with Archie uh, before. You know, he coached the Titans just before he became the, the, the national coach. So I have a very close uh, insight into what he's trying to do. Um, and I'm, I know he thinks about the game and he's very um, uh, studious and, 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 and he, he likes to play an adaptable brand of cricket. So play, play what's in front of you, uh, adapt to the situation, adapt to the conditions uh, that the pitch offers, adapt to the overhead conditions, you know. Um, yeah, so basketball, like I've mentioned, it's been, it, 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 it was born out of England's rap. They haven't only won one out of 14 or 15 test matches. They had to try something extravagant to kind of get them out of their lull and, and it's kind of worked for them but I think a measured approach with adaptability some hardened cricketers a, a, a very tough leader Dean Algers I know him really well played with him for years and he's one of my good friends so you have Boucher and, 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 and Dean driving the ship and all the youngsters seem to be following suit and then, what will make a good total here or a good lead for the Proteas? Currently, 227 for 6. That's a lead of 62. It does seem like the tail is a bit long. I don't know if you agree. Yeah, the tail's a bit long. Uh, you know, we rather want four fast bowlers in the, in, a, in, a, in our starting 11. We were afforded the luxury of having dark colors for so many years. Um, as our fourth seamer, uh, England has that advantage where they play three seamers and Ben Stokes being their fourth seamers. Um, everybody can hold the bat. Maharaj, you know, seems to be doing okay. 17 mm-hmm. of 28. Uh, you know, Janssen is no mug with the bat. 
but just inexperience in terms of batting. And um, yeah, but look, I think a lead of about 100 is, uh, we'll take that um, every day of the week and twice on Sundays. I think if we put them, if we get to, uh, to 100 lead, they're going to be under massive pressure tomorrow. Okay, and, and a lot's been said about the betting from our listeners here. Firstly, what did you make of the selection? Because the big talking point was who replaces Temba and also fills the number five spot, and they went for Rassi and Aiden. I guess they wanted experience. Of course, first test match of the series uh, at Lords. Uh, Rassi van der Dersen has been in superb form in white ball cricket in the ODI version now. There's been a lot of instances in cricket, you know, David Warner being a fantastic white ball player, T20 and ODI, and that's how he got his his, his chance in test cricket. Um, but I think, you know, Kai Zonda is the other number five batter, and nothing against him personally, but to blood the number five batter, and Calvert has only played three or four test matches. So, you know, to have an in- a debutant at five and an inexperienced six, and then Marco Janssen, a slightly longer tail at seven, you know, it just doesn't it just doesn't read well for the balance of the team. So that's why they went with Rassi, who is now uh, he's played about forty or fifty international games across all formats. Um, you know, the guy, one of the guys mentioned about Ryan Rickleton, and and then maybe mm-hmm. that is maybe uh, maybe a question mark. He has been playing in England. He has scored two hundred mm-hmm. on the county circuit. Uh, you know, Aidan Markram. However, did score 18 knockouts in the four-day game leading up into the test match when they played against the England Lions. So, he does offer a spin option as well. So, if you want the ball turning into the right-handers and away from the left-handers, he picked up six wickets in that game as well. So, um, and you know what, to be honest, the, the, in, the two innings before the 18 knockouts in the four-day tour game, he got two 50s against Ireland and against, uh, and against England. So... In terms of form, he's right up there. I know it's a bit different with regards to the formats, but he has scored international runs just before this test match. His average is still in the high 30s, so in terms of that aspect, you know, they kind of went with him and they kind of went with Rassi to kind of show up that particular middle order, um, seeing that Marco Janssen's coming in at 7 and Maharaj at 8. So a perceived long tail, but it seems currently that the guys are fighting really hard. The new ball due in 10 overs, so that again will bring Jimmy Anderson into play. So, you know, if we can get another 30 runs here before the new ball, the lead will be 100, and hopefully we can get that lead to about 120, 130 before tomorrow. Okay, wonderful, Fahan. Let's leave it there um, for now, but thank you for your insight, and thank you for always being able to speak to us here on SAFM. Thanks, Lovie. So, cheers, boys. Cheers uh, to all the listeners. Have, have a good night. Thanks, Fahan. Berdin is just signed for the Pal Rocks there in uh, Boland. Um, so, uh, good luck to him and uh, the Rocks also. Um, the Rocks are champions, right? Libra, are they not champions? What did they win with Peter Malan, man? We, the Rocks. We spoke to Peter Malan. I think they'd won something. I think, was it one of these T20 competitions? But anyway, good luck to him. Also goes into the head for the CSA Provincial T20 um, that takes place in January and February next year. We'll take a break and we're going to talk EPL then. Bring in those predictions then. Who's going to win the title? Who's going down? Who's making top four or not? And who's at the bottom of the log?